WNYC, and for the last 15 minutes of our show, rats in your cars. Ew, what? Yeah, rats can be found in almost every environment on Earth. They are among the most successful mammals in the world, and their thriving population here in New York City has been a frequent topic for Mayor Eric Adams, who makes uh, no, uh, who does not disguise his hatred and revulsion for rats. Their will to survive, though, sometimes takes them from the streets into homes, workplaces, and yes, even your car. So for our last few minutes today, we're going to dwell on that last one. Some recent headlines tell the story. Maybe you've seen this um, from Anna Timms in The Guardian. Help, a rat ate my car and it's costing me thousands. And from Ginger Adams Otis in The Wall Street Journal, a New York professor wages epic battle against rats attacking his car. And I'm sure some of you have your own stories to tell about the shock and horror of opening up the hood of your car to find a rat or even a rat's nest. So what makes your car so hospitable to the ubiquitous quitter? Well, joining me now, Jason Munchie South, urban ecologist and professor of biology at Fordham. We'll also talk a little bit about a guest essay he wrote in August in the New York Times under the headline, I've studied New York City rodents for 12 years. The enemy is us. Professor Munchie South, welcome to WNYC. Glad to have you with us. Uh, thank you. I'm happy to be here. And listeners, who has a story about this to share with the low winter temperatures now and the recent long overdue snowfall? Did anybody listening open up the hood of your car just within the last few days to find a rat's nest for the first time or maybe more than the first time? 212 433 WNYC, if you have a rats in your car story or a rats in your car question, 212-433-9692, call or text. Professor, you want to start by sharing a bit about your specific scholarly interest in rats? Uh, sure. I'm, I'm generally interested in how wildlife manages to survive and sometimes even thrive in highly urbanized environments like New York City. And uh, traditionally, my research group has studied wild animals like coyotes, salamanders, native rodents that live in city parks like in the forest. Um, but I found over the years that what re people really wanted to know about is uh, what rats are doing in New York City. And so back in about 2012, I decided I should start studying rats as well, even though they're not what we typically think of as wildlife, more of a, a pest. But it turns out they're actually quite a fascinating species that's you know, exquisitely adapted to live with humans in urban spaces like New York. I will report that eight people instantly called in when I offered that invitation. We'll get to a few of those phone calls in a minute. But what is it about cars that makes them hospitable to rats? Well, we have over 2 million cars registered in New York City now, and that's increased since COVID, of course. And then we have all these people that drive in as well. And most of these cars are stationary in park, not driving around the vast majority of the time. Uh, and rats are very curious and they like to explore their environment. They're very capable of using a lot of different places for nesting and, and hanging out. Um, sewers, subway tunnels, they can burrow into soil. And they'll just hop up in, underneath a car and climb into the engine block and, and hang out in there because it's a warm space sheltered from the wind. If the car's not being driven around, it's, it's quite safe. Um, I've actually had this happen to me. I lived in Jackson Heights for over a decade. 
parked my car in an alley behind some row houses. And there was a rat infestation back there at one point. And I'd see the rats running out from underneath my car and then found them. You know, they, they had just created a little nest right on top of the engine block with like little bits of food and things left over. Um, so these are just nice, safe places for them. when we have all these cars just sitting around. I think Josh and Harlem uh, has a theory about something under the hood that makes it even more hospitable. Josh, you're on WNYC. Hello. Hi. Uh, thank you, Professor, for raising the issue. Um, I've had a couple of times had to bring a car in for a wiring system completely replaced because I was told by the mechanic a few years ago, American cars started replacing the insulation in their wiring with a soy-based insulation and that the rats just love it. They eat it up like candy. And I have the chewed up wiring to prove it. Uh, it just, costs thousands of dollars. Thank you. Professor, you've heard that one before? I have heard that. And it's, it's absolutely true that uh, rats love gnawing on things like wires. They'll also gnaw on rubber and plastic parts inside of cars. And part of this is just because they um, they gnaw constantly. It's actually the name rodent is derived from a Latin verb meaning to gnaw. They have very sharp incisors, and it's kind of how they explore the world. Um, they smell things and they gnaw on them to figure out what's going on. And you know, this story has been around for quite a while that perhaps we changed the plastics that were being used in car wiring, and that's why we started to see rats chewing on wires. Nobody's like actually tested that in a controlled setting to see if it's true but um it wouldn't surprise me and there does seem to have been an increase in uh rat damage to cars and once they get in there and start chewing on wires it'd be very hard to diagnose exactly where they've interfered with the electrical system and it can be quite uh -huh. expensive even just to figure it out yeah. um, what's happened and and we have another caller i'm not going to take another caller saying the same thing as the first caller but just to acknowledge that at least one other person is calling and to also say it's because of soybean oil in the wiring, or at least in part. Howard in Manhattan, you're on WNYC. Hi, Howard. I just got my, hi there, Brian. I just got my car back from the mechanic after several thousand dollars worth of parts and labor were put in to repair rodent damage. Several thousand and, uh, dollars. What several did they, thousand dollars. What, what did they, they eat? Shoot up you almost uh, so many wires. Well, they, they shredded the air cleaner. I mean, huh. it looked look like a, a party and, and just shredded so many wires. I mean, I, I'm getting a copy of the parts list uh, tomorrow, but it's, uh, you know, a, a couple of pages of, of, of wiring. And, uh, Howard, I'm sorry that happened. Thank you. Did they give you any tips? Did they give you any tips for prevention? no. Nope. I garaged my car. A, a musician who I play with suggested that uh, peppermint oil. He had had the same problem in his car. He said peppermint oil. He was told he's tried that. Keep huh. the rats away. Don't know if it works or not. Sorry that happened to you, but thank you for reporting it so people know. Um, and, Professor, I know you're not in the business of rat abatement, but any idea how to make cars even a little bit less hospitable to rats? Well, nobody's really figured this out. You know, people have tried peppermint oil and a bunch of other substances that are supposed to deter rats. But um, with enough rats around, it only takes one to get in there and not care that much about the peppermint and we'll start chewing on things. Really, you know, when I had my own issue with rats in the car engine block, it was only after the rat infestation dealt with, um, which was due to garbage cans not being secured in the alley in the back. Um, and so, you know, once that was done, and there was some poison applied, the rats 
disappeared and that was that. Um, in terms of actually keeping them out of a car, I think that's going to be quite difficult if you're parking on the street or any open area in New York and there are rats around. Um, hey, these he, these chemicals yeah, just don't seem to stop them consistently. He, here is Parrish in Astoria, who's a service manager at an auto shop, who might have some advice. Parrish, thank you for calling in. You're on WNYC. Hey, Brian. How's it going? Good. What you got? Are you there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, uh, well, yeah, I can hear you. Um, I've definitely seen my fair share of like rodent damage due, you know, obviously what's been you know spoken about. Um, the two main things I can, you know, basically tell people is that obviously if you have a vehicle that you don't use a lot, that's obviously something that'll really kind of like encourage them to not only go into your car, but keep coming back. Um, there are actually products like, I know you spoke about peppermint oil, but they actually do make packets now that you can actually just purchase. And if you can have those in your like engine bay and a couple of like strategic places, it'll keep them from... I mean, anything is a, like anything that is a, a deterrent to health, uh-huh. you know. The other thing I can tell you is, is that if you have had rats in like around your car or what have you, they always come back to places that it seems like they always come back to places like that. Obviously, they know. So, like, if you open your hood and see like rat droppings or like food wrappers or things like that, that obviously they they've been there and it's like, oh, well, this is a this is a, a safe space for us, you know? So if you mm-hmm. have something like that, I really recommend that you go get your vehicle washed, like under the hood, get a pressure wash at like a detail shop or something of that nature. You have to do like, these things. So like, obviously nothing is a hundred percent, but you, if you do these things, it will mitigate your problem. Yeah. Really good tips. Thank you so much. And here's Bob in Park Slope, who says he's a journalist who covers cars. Bob, you're on WNYC. Hi. Hi, there's a solution to this problem, and it sounds like it came from a cartoon. Honda developed a tape, it's almost like a duct tape, that's impregnated with cayenne pepper, and you wrap it around the wiring in your car's engine, and it makes it unappealing to rodents. It, and the, when you buy the roll of tape from Honda, it has this little cartoon of a mouse making like a yuck face. It's hilarious, but it works. Cayenne pepper. Bob, thank you very much. Uh, so, Professor, any reaction to either of those callers uh, from the industry one way or another with, with tips or the, 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 you know, the idea of rats liking their familiar territory? I think uh, all those comments were um, right on point. You know, rats are creatures of routine and they occupy pretty small areas and they will just keep coming back to a car that's just sitting there and is a nice spot for them. You know, as for the the various chemicals, I think they can work, but you're gonna have to be very careful if you really want to stop them from chewing on the wires about keeping sure that those are applied and so forth. Cayenne pepper or any sort of hot chili is probably one of the better ones. Um, you know, because mammals are very mammals like rats are very sensitive to that, and and rats have not only good taste but also a very strong nose, so that would be very irritating to them. But again, you're gonna have to really apply that uh, over all the wiring and so forth, or they'll find some some area where they can do damage. And a listener texts this question, are rats put off by the smell of diesel fuel? Any idea? That I don't know about. I'm sure there are a lot of, of, you know, chemicals and smells and fumes and things that are irritating to rats. But, you know, there's so many of them. And if they're competing for food, you know, it's not none of these things are going to consistently deter them, I think, if, if they really want to access something like a car. 
listener texts, I had a mechanic tell me to use powdered detergent. Another one texts, my daughter's car was invaded by rats in Brooklyn, and although they didn't chew any wires, it smelled so horrible, I, it needed to be professionally cleaned. Uh, so the stories keep coming in. And I, and I guess we should say that it isn't just rats that can take refuge in the inner machinery of parked cars. Many small animals do, right? Squirrels, raccoons, people have found cats. Um, so I don't know if they do as much damage, do you? Uh, I know squirrels can get in there and chew on things. In other parts of the country, rabbits have been reported as doing a lot of damage. I think your cats and raccoons, you know, those will be more in cars that are really semi-abandoned and just sitting there for a long time. And they'll just be using it as shelter. Um, they won't probably won't be chewing on the car as much, maybe to gain access, but they're not as driven to gnaw like rats are. But they will definitely make a mess in there, and you don't want them inside. Let me sneak um, Zeph in Brooklyn in here who I think had a face-to-face encounter with a rat in their car. Zeph, we have 20 seconds for you. Hi. Uh, at the gas station, we pulled up, and my mother got out of the car, opened the glove box, and a rat just looked up and said, why are you disturbing my home? And then my mother <laughs> jumped out, and the car started to roll. <laughs> and the rat did, too. There you go. Well, there's the kicker, quote-unquote, in the segment. In our last, like, 45 seconds... Professor, shifting gears slightly, pun intended, you wrote a guest essay in The Times about how in order to, cre- to decrease the rat population generally in the city, we need to change our own behavior. What's the headline? Yeah, the number one thing New Yorkers can do to reduce rats is just not give them so much food. You know, don't litter on the street. Don't throw trash on the subway tracks. Don't add more garbage to the top of an already overflowing garbage can on the street. And uh, just try to reduce your food waste overall. So we have these good pilot programs like municipal food composting. The city is trialing better rat-resistant containers rather than just throwing bags of garbage out on the street. That's really the solution. It's the only thing that's going to work in the long term. We can poison rats and reduce their numbers a little bit locally, but, you know, it's not going to be a long-term solution. Jason Munchie South, urban ecologist and professor of biology at Fordham. Happy motoring. Thank you. Stay tuned for Allison.